We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, well, well. It's Christmas morning, Brian Driscoll, or yeah. Christmas afternoon now. We participated in Christmas morning earlier, <laughs> but <laughs> there was a funny response to your thing, and somebody was like, No, you're wrong. Christmas morning is more like the first week of the season. I was like, That's because you're a fan, exactly. Not a coach, exactly. For yes. a coach, it's day one of fall camp, correct? 100%. Yep, no doubt, no about, doubt it. about it. No doubt about it. And there, there's a school locally here that it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and they they literally go out on the practice field and sing that song, which I think is kind of funny. Uh, but uh, no, hey, first day of fall practice, Brian is in the books. We were there. It was an open practice. We got to see from start to finish. A little shorter than I think we anticipated. I'm not sure if that was weather related or not. I, I don't know if that question got asked yeah. or not, but um, it it was not. It was okay. not asked. Okay. I wonder if part of it also has to do with sort of the, some of the changes that they're trying to do to the strength program and sure, you know, a lot, lot of reps, you know, yeah. so you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. It was an interesting day, but you know, we, some things we saw Vince, it was a uh, coach Freeman talked to we, you and I were like, you know, not, not a ton of emotion today. Coach Freeman talked about how for the first, for the first day, he wanted to kind of say, Hey, look, last year, first day, we had a lot of emotion and they kind of burned themselves out quick. Yeah. They're like, let's build to that emotion. But when they got to some team stuff, there was some there's some energy. There's some talking. Mm-hmm. There's some back and forth. And uh, you know, one of my favorite plays where uh I don't think Devin Houston realized that the running back is told to run to the end zone. <laughs> and he was ready to fight Jeremiah Love because he wouldn't stop running. Like <laughs> he didn't want to let him get in the end zone. And then it was like, oh wait, he's supposed to get to the end zone. So there was some of that stuff, but it was overall, Vince, it was a good day. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was talking with Sean Davis just now before we got on the show. And the thing I said to him was like, you know, every year we go to these and you know, my biggest takeaway is there's always like a, a kid or two. You're like, man, that guy's just, that guy's different. That guy's mm-hmm. different. Thing I noticed today, Vince, and again, it's day one, but it's right. about comparing no it to other day ones. Right. There's a lot more of those type of guys on this football team. A lot more of those type of guys, yeah. especially in the freshman and sophomore classes. There's some guys in the freshman and sophomore classes that you look at and say, that guy moves different. 
Mm-hmm. That guy plays at a different gear, just a naturally different gear. And and then you and Coach Freeman talked about how in the starting line they're a much more veteran team. You know, you you saw that today. Not a lot of mistakes today. Like not a lot of you know false starts. There was like the one the only time we saw anything like that was from like the third team. It was the third team. It was yeah. Like they were doing like a bunch. And it was like a yeah. short yardage kind of a thing. I think four of the five offensive linemen were freshmen. It was a freshman quarterback. I mean, it was right. You know, you expect that, but the play was so good though. I like pretty, the play. Yeah, it was a pretty crisp. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was a pretty crisp practice. You know, good tempo. I, yeah. I thought got a lot of good work in a lot of good, a lot of individual on day one, which I kind of mm-hmm. like, I like individual, you know, I, I don't like spending having a million team reps on day one. Cause you're not in pads, right. You just got helmets on. So, you know, get a lot of the footwork in, get a lot of teaching in. We saw a lot of that, but this, the, what we had kind of thought this team had a chance to be a fast team. And I, I think at least day one, we oh. saw that this team's yeah. got some speed and, and, and even some of the younger players are just like, yeah, that guy doesn't have a clue what he's doing. We'll talk about Micah Bell in a little bit. Not really sure what he's doing all the time, but when sure. he can just open up and run, you're like, holy moly. Yeah, he used his that feet a couple times. Yeah. yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yeah. very talented team, Vince. That's the big thing for me. And we saw it at every position. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was a particular veteran linebacker that we're going to talk about that made a play. You're like, whoa, that guy was moving. And you just kind of saw flashy plays like that all day. We are like, hmm, okay, that's yeah. nice. That's mm-hmm. nice. That's I very like nice. It. I like very it nice. a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was some good stuff. But good comp- competition. And it's just great to be out there watching football again, man. So we're not talking about – you know, coaching moves and recruiting and all this. We're just, we're talking football. We got the gold, they got the gold helmets on. They got the blue and gold on. And man, it was a fun day. It was a fun day. It was a fun day. And there's a lot of things as we work our way through here that I was excited about that I can't wait to tell everybody about, to be honest with you. There was, you know, I I was kind of on the, uh, I was on the video for a little while and I, you know, you told me which position groups to to keep an eye on, and of course, I ended up in a position group that you didn't tell me to watch. 
Um, and I enjoyed it thoroughly, probably more than I should have. Is that the offensive uh, line one? Yeah. yeah I'm breaking the down the film. Line. I'm like, I didn't tell him to go spend time <laughs> on the offensive line. And it's like two thirds of your film. I'm like, so here's, so just so y'all understand, I told Vince, I want you to spend time today getting video. Vince is taking my video today. I want you watching the, the quarterbacks, running backs, or quarterbacks, receivers, and if you can make it over there, D-line and linebackers. Yep. So I download all the video clips. I'm like, this is like two-thirds offensive line. <laughs> so, and like three quarterback clips. Like, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, now, there was more than that. There was more uh, than that. It ended up being a really good film for me watching yeah. it because you know, I didn't get to see that part of practice. But you look at right. it and you're like, hey, that drill looks familiar. I know this guy whose initial started with H and H that did this exact same drill and had the exact same coaching points and the exact. And that's why I waited and I filmed the coaching points as well. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I did that for you. I just say I did that for you. We'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you knew I would be mad at you when I started hearing all that. I was like, yeah. okay, smart move, smart move. <laughs> but it was a good first day, Vince. And I know we want to talk about the, yeah. the offense, defense. We're going to talk about the offense first. We'll dive into defense and and. We're going to talk a little special teams at the end. Vince has charted some stuff. We saw some interesting stuff from the punters today. I'll just say this. We'll tease you a little bit. We were real nervous at first. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Uh, it's like, uh... But by the end of it, we realized what was going on. This is right. why you let things finish. That's why I say let it play out. That's right. Okay. Even at it practice. a lot better by the end, and uh, we felt better about it. So a lot of good stuff today, Vince. So let's let's start off on offense. Just kind of, first of all, Overall, obviously, we said first a chance for us to see Jared Parker running the offense. He's very active. Yes, and, he is. And the thing I like, though, is he didn't dominate the instruction the way that we have seen from past coordinators, like the last couple of coordinators. You know what it reminded me a lot of? Reminded me a lot of a Mike Denbrock practice. Okay. Because Mike Denbrock was always the – there was no doubt in 15 who the OC was. It was Denbrock. Right. Right. But there was the expectation that other coaches needed to, you know, that he, there was room for here. He stand to, to, to be there. There was there was expectations. That other coaches were going to kind of be there. And I would say that that's a good thing because this coaching staff outside of Parker is probably better than that one is, I would say, if I think that's fair to say. So I was very encouraged to see that. But uh, but yes, you saw Coach Caduli, very active Coach McCullough, Coach very. Stuckey, Coach Rudolph. I mean, it was a really engaging deal but you know when coach parker was talking that that's what they were mm -hmm. that's what it was so uh, a lot of attention to detail talking points today uh little things about hey you're going against the zone you've got to do this getting there quickly showing instruction making them do it again overall for a first day it was, was good first day events it's good yeah first day. i mean you know Offensively, they weren't, you know, diving deep into the playbook or anything like well, that. It was, it was all very fundamental. We, we did see some stuff we liked. We saw some well, new wrinkles that we liked. No doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, but I, so, are we going position groups yet? Or are we just doing all as just kind of big here? picture? Just yeah, kind of what so, we saw. You know, overall thoughts. I, I uh, liked what saw from it. Yeah, I liked what I saw from a schematic standpoint. I felt like as a whole, they were scheming to get players involved and to amplify their skill set and I know that sounds obvious like that should always happen in an offense it happens all the time at the high school level because you've got to get your dudes the ball like you're not gonna you're not gonna win mm -hmm. we haven't seen that at Notre Dame it's been more scheme oriented as opposed to player oriented and I felt like on a couple of different levels this was player oriented scheme 
they were playing towards the yeah the skill set of of certain players and i'm not just talking about one certain player but like a group of players it's very obvious that they're they're the offense is going to revolve around what these guys can do and do at a high level i'll say it this way vince because here's the thing we can't tell y'all specific schemes that we saw today otherwise guess what uh, well, Irish breakdown is no longer allowed to practice anymore. And, and honestly, <laughs> right. as a former coach, I, I would be like, hey, don't don't be telling people like they run right. this particular scheme, things like that. So we'll, exactly. We'll some somewhat general with those type of things. But the the, the way that the, what Vince is saying is, is this is a team with a lot more speed on offense than they've mm-hmm. had in past years. And the stuff we saw today is playing to that. This is not Correct. a what we saw today was th- there's there's scheme involved, right? Like th- there's concepts in the past game they're utilizing, but there was a lot of stuff today where it was, okay, this is about getting guys in space. This is about creating mm-hmm. ISOs. Like one point in time, they ran a particular route to Chris Tyree, sorry about, and, and Vince looks at me and goes, that whole play was designed to get number two to the football, right? On, on, on a particular route. Full speed. So it was just, we saw things like that. You know, we saw that where Jabron Payne's getting the ball in different areas. You could see, hey, they think this team's got some guys can run. Mm-hmm. And so at least the stuff today, the stuff we saw today sure. in practice one are things that, that are not, okay, let's, let's do a million different things and motions and shifts and do all this. So we can go show you this real complex scheme at you to show everyone how smart I am. It was more about, Hey, let's get number two, the football, mm-hmm. let's get number third. Not, well, now he's number three. Let's get number three, the football, let's get numbers five, the football, you know, let's ISO to get number you know twelve the football or twenty four sure. number seven or whatever and eighty three and, and like, yeah, yeah exactly and and so those are things you like to see from day yeah. one now obviously it's got to continue sure but that was a, a good a good first step to me and 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 just to build on that it it wasn't just about getting the ball in certain guys hands and and maximizing their talent it was also the offensive line like they they're moving these guys around a little bit they're getting these guys in some space and they're they're using right their footwork, which is one of the things that these guys do really well. Yeah. And they're using it to their advantage, yeah. which I really like to see. It wasn't just like bully ball, which they can do. Don't get me wrong. These guys can do that, but they were using their skill set and what they're really good at. I mean, right. I'll tell you what, some of these linemen got some wheels too. Yeah. <laughs> that well, that's what I was surprised by Vince. You know, let's, yeah, let's get in. I mean, we can kind of talk about that. We saw the line is a lot bigger than it was last year. Yes. I mean, with the exception of Blake Fisher, everybody's bigger than they were. Well, actually, Blake Fisher and Rocco Spindler, but they're still both over 310 pounds. Right. But like a lot of guys are bigger, and just and so I'm thinking, well, they're just they're they're going to probably just be a okay. We're going to run a million duos again. I don't know that right. I saw that one run one time today. Now they're going to yeah. run it, but sure, of course, we saw five different run concepts today, and and I don't know that I saw any of them as duo. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I I didn't see it. Maybe you did. I didn't see that. No, I didn't. And so, you know, there's some bully ball on there, but there's also we're going to move a little bit. And again, that fits mm-hmm. into what you have with the running back. So I think that was probably my biggest takeaway today is this is a, an offense that is still a, a work in progress of the sure. skill positions fundamentally. Sure. But I think that I I don't think I I know what we saw a couple years ago. And I'll say that there's definitely some advancements they're working on from a fundamental standpoint at the perimeter positions. But just overall, this this is a unique offense because I have always lo- said, Vince, and, and, and I know you and I are on the same page on this, I love diversity in football. And it's I'm talking skill diversity. 
And this unit, to me, it might have the most skilled, diverse group of players I've ever seen. But there's a lot of speed. There's there's a, there's speed at tight end. There's speed at running back. And, of course, there's speed at receiver. Right. And so uh, I that's kind of one of the things that really kind of stood out to me today. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, I, no, I completely agree. And that's – it, there was obviously there's a difference between first team, second team, third team, and I got all on my feels when the first team would be out there because of the things that they were doing to, to you know, make sure uh, they were getting the ball and they were being successful and all of those different things. And I just I got excited just watching this offense because it wasn't the predictable offense that we've seen in the past. Um, and again, it's it's day one. I don't want to get too crazy and about what we saw, what we didn't see, you know, those are the kind of observations that you, you really look for on, on the first. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What's the speed like? What's the conditioning like? Are guys in good shape or, you know, a lot of those other types of things. And, uh, and and that's kind of what I'm, I'm, you know, what I'm kind of more referring to Vince is, is those first, those day one observations that you can make that aren't dependent upon pads and other type of things that's what i'm talking about and yeah. and and i think that's what you're saying is is it, it's one of those things where when i talk about what i'm saying day one comparing it to well what did i see in past years on day one exactly and just looking overall at at because those are things as a coach you look at what did we talk about the other day one of the first things you look at is okay who put in the work this summer Right. That's a little bit easier in, at, at the at places like Notre Dame and Ohio State and Michigan because you're around them all summer. At least some of your coaches are around them all summer. So, I mean, you kind of have an idea who showed up for workouts. and sure. But there's still sort of that, you know, who who came in today with the right attitude? Who's that oh, yeah. young guy that just came in with a, I don't care where you have me on this depth chart day one, I'm, I'm coming in to play, right? I'm, I'm coming in to fire it up. Like, you know, we, we'll talk about some guys, especially on defense, but that, th- those are the things that you look for in day one. And one of the things you always look for in day one is how does this team move? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 you know, we'll we'll get into certain position groups. Actually, let's just dive into the position groups, man, because okay. it's gonna a lot of this is gonna lead into that. Right. And sure. It's kind of just getting me fired up with some of these, buddy. But you know, and again, all of this with the caveat of it's day one with no pads, but when we Correct. talk about it, it, we're comparing it to what we've seen in past years in the first week of practice. And that's what the the comparisons are going to be to. Not what we've yeah. seen from teams in September and October, November, but what we've seen from teams when camp opens. Because you and I have been a, a lot of these mm-hmm. i mean we oh, were yeah. both at the you know first of brian kelly we were both at that one and so we've seen I, I i wasn't there for 12 and 13 and that's about it i mean we're you old. know well last year because well yeah you were still but, kind of uh, you were there in spirit i was and I, you know there you might have been somebody video. there that you know recorded uh, <laughs> some stuff or sent me some stuff i might have some connections that, and i'm not even talking about you i know you're not <laughs> i might i might have known someone around yeah. the program that yeah. liked me and sent me some stuff from practices I couldn't be at, but you never know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the, <laughs> but let's start a quarterback Vince. Yeah. I thought the quarterback room today compared to where it was at the end of the sp- the last practice was on the spring was light years ahead. Absolutely. Across the board. Let's start with Sam Hartman. First things first, the timing today was outstanding. I think he missed one ball that he just, overthrew i think it was tobias that fade route right yeah, yeah yep, every yep. time every other time he missed it was missed where you want to miss okay this one was low and away this one 
was back shoulder. And okay, it was a little too back shoulder, but it was back shoulder. I thought his timing was a lot better. And he made some throws today where you're like, he's clearly his relationship with the receivers is growing. And you know, it was interesting today. I kind of felt like the guy he looked for the most today was Chris Tyree. It just mm-hmm. like in one-on-ones and seven-on-sevens and team, it's just like he, him and number two just have a thing. And then I would argue that you know, Jaden Thomas, he likes, you can clear, Jaden didn't have a great day. We'll get into that, but he right. looks for him. And then of course the bias, but today I just felt like Sam Hartman kept looking a lot for Chris Tyree. I would argue the best throw he made all day was on that over route in Great. one-on-ones. Like, so they're on the yeah. left hash. And so a lot of times on an over, the overs come. So if I'm on the left hash, a lot of times you're on an over route from a receiver. It's away and he's kind of coming to you. On this one, the over started on the near hash. So he's working away. And Thomas Harper actually had pretty good coverage. But Tyree had a step on him, and Hartman knew, and Hartman's like, well, there's no way this kid can catch Chris Tyree. So he threw it over top and just, like, got rid of it quick and just, like, Tyree is – so so Tyree is running this way. Sam, so I'm I'm running an over. So the line of scrimmage is, like, right there. Hartman's way back there. He just dropped it right over Chris Tyree's head, just boom, just like that. Just teardropped it, boom. And you're like, okay, that's not what we – we saw that ball get missed in the spring. Yeah. with the receivers because just the timing, the timing the connection the wasn't there yep. you know yep. and and so and trust, you, he had timing, that today. trust all yeah. of it yeah the, i believe he's the one who threw the ball on that back shoulder to tobias that morrison broke up i believe that was about as good of a ball as you can make there so we saw some of that today it definitely ran a lot of rpo stuff today which we we can say because we've been saying they're going to do it uh, <laughs> a lot of different rpo concepts today some missed, some Hartman, not. Hartman is going to just not get rid of the whole walk into the line thing. I just don't think he's going to be able to break that habit. But he got a little better about it. He yeah. would walk, but then he would stop and and do a little bit of that. It just seemed kind of feel like that's just too too part of too much part of his DNA to really break that. Five but, years, man. Like, I yeah, get it. I get I, it. I, I, I get, get it. it. But I thought he was pretty sharp today. I mean, oh, the yeah. only he had the one. He had the one interception. Where's my notes? Well, he had that interception that that Morrison got, and it looked not the like one on one. you're talking about the not the one on ones. The, the, no, I was talking about team, him, right? He, it was either thought, team or seven on I seven. Benjamin did a great job baiting it. Put it on. He, I'll just hint about the defensive side. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Morrison's still really freaking good today. I mean, and today yeah. was obvious of that. But I thought he kind of baited him, and then just kind of read Rico and just baited him, and and Sam thought. Sam's not going against guys do like something. Benjamin Morrison in practice a whole lot. <laughs> well, and that's that's the other thing. It's like I he dated him. like you he can did. tell Sam was upset with the yeah. you know with whatever right whether yeah. it was Rico running the wrong route or whether it was right. himself for being baited or whatever the case yeah. may be. You could tell he was upset, yeah. and it was the last play of the. It's of like the he period kept thinking too. Rico was going to come across, and yeah. Rico stopped and worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But, but really, it was about Benjamin baited him. I mean, he just kind of yeah. stayed back, stayed back, and as soon as the ball came out, boom, he jumped it. So that was good to see. I thought Steve Angeli threw the ball. This today was the best ball placement I've ever yeah. seen from Steve Angeli. Like yeah, that's been my sure. biggest concern from him. Now there's a couple throws here and there. Day one, it's going to happen. He had a really bad pick. The ball that Jaden Mickey made the one handed catch. I still don't know who the heck he was throwing that ball to. It right. was into the middle of nowhere. Yes, and, and Jaden made a great play. We'll talk However, about that. That could have been defense. A, yeah, that could have been receiver ran the wrong route. Sure, that could have been something like that. Every quarterback had a couple of those today, but sure. I thought Steve threw the ball overall pretty well today. I, I did. I 
good yeah. ball placement. He threw a really nice ball to Tobias. He's the one that actually threw the fade to Tobias to beat Cam Hart for a touchdown, yep. correct? Yep. That came from Steve, and that was perfect. Boom, over the outside shoulder. So I thought Steve had a good day too, and and um, I thought Kenny Minchie did as well. But first, let's start with Steve, Vince, and kind of what you saw from him because I, I yeah. thought he probably got off to the slowest start. His first couple balls weren't quite as sharp. But he quickly got comfortable, and I thought had a pretty good day of practice. Well, and he was he was a bit of a verbal guy, which I yeah. which I really like to see from him. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. he, he was the practices that we were able to see in the spring, and then obviously last fall, that wasn't the case. Now that's because he was a freshman, I mean, and he I, was also in the spring still the number three. He was battling sure. for the number three quarterback. Absolutely. So I like to see that from a maturation process, obviously. But no, his ball placement was much much better i if i had seen that steve angeli i might have wavered on my predictions of kenny minchie a little bit i'm sticking with it obviously no i'm not wavering because of how i saw kenny throw the right but yeah. like but steve took a step that he hadn't taken yet yeah. and that was really really good to see it was really really good to see there's yeah, he was snapping no the ball off well he was yeah. throwing he wasn't aiming it he he was getting the ball down he in the past he tends to be a high thrower i didn't yeah. see a lot of that from steve today to be honest with you i thought his and, and he had that play where he outran Jalen Sneed to the corner on a keep now i don't know if Jalen Sneed was necessarily running full speed but it kind of looked like he was and steve I mean, got outside on the keep I yeah thought that was a, a good play yeah uh, I thought Steve's decision making is still that of a redshirt freshman. Sure, right, and and we'll say the same thing about Kenny. Is is Sam just could just pick it up and read it and just get it out quick, which you'd expect fifth year senior versus redshirt freshman, right? Sixth I mean, year senior, sixth year yeah. senior. Yeah. So so you know so Kent Steve will get there, but that was noticeable. Sure, was the timing of of how quickly Sam Hartman got the reads down, got the ball out, put the ball in the tight spots, yeah. but even then. I believe it was Steve who threw that that into triple coverage slant that Rico Flores made a great catch on. And we were all like, terrible decision, great throw. Remember that? Yeah. It's one of those ones like from from, um, Major League. Nice catch, Maze. Don't ever effing do it again. You know what I mean? It's like one of those like, great throw, Steve. Don't ever do that again. You know what I mean? Because like that worked against the third team secondary. But but the thing I liked, Vince, is I liked the guts. It was – like, yes, it was not the right throw, but he didn't, like, force it, like, from the standpoint of – what I mean by force is it didn't look like a panic force. Right. It was It was a – I can think I can fit this thing in yes, there. Yes, that's absolutely throw. what it was, and, yeah. And you're going to say, hey, that was great that that worked, but if Xavier Watts is the safety on that play and Benjamin Morrison's the corner, that ball's going the other way. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And Xavier had a couple of those today, by the way, so uh, – but yeah, I mean, but I, but those are the, Vince, you and I have always said with a quarterback, I want to see a guy that I got to be like, okay, I get where you're trying to make that throw, but sure. let's, let's not make that when you want that guy that's going to try to do. And so now you see the film and you're like, okay, I get what you're doing there. If you're right. going to make that throw, you better throw it sooner. That's right. the teaching point. But if you wait that late against better players or older players who are more common, it's going to get picked off. But I liked the confidence exactly that he thought he could make that throw because you can't give a guy the confidence to make the throw if he doesn't already have it you know what i mean like you can't manufacture confidence like if that guy's not gonna have confidence to make deep throws and to mm-hmm. put them in small windows and stuff like that you can dial them back it's very difficult to dial somebody up right we, as we sense. learned with ian book that's exactly my point I, I mean you just you either have that or you don't correct and and we saw a little bit of that from kenny minchie today too uh, the biggest thing for me from kenny minchie remember what you and i talked about this summer well I, I did an intel piece on the board 
and it's been out over a week now, so I'll give you a little glimpse of it. But one of the things that we heard is he's really throwing the ball well. The receivers love catching balls from Kenny Minchie yep. because the way he throws. But the problem that he had the, – the, the, the problem that I thought he had to me is – in the spring is he kept aiming everything. Like he wasn't letting it loose. It's sure. like, he was trying to throw a dart at the dartboard. Like, okay, I got to get it right. Just aim it out there. And, and I, that's not who, that's not the player that you recruited. Like the player you recruited right. was that guy was just slinging that thing all over the field today. Kenny looked more like that. Now, again, a lot to clean up from a decision-making sure. standpoint, but the ball placement is, it was exceptional. Cause that's just who Kenny is. And he was throwing loose. I mean, he had a couple, like, he just, like, really tight from the ear, like Steve Spurrier type throws, like, boom, just came out quick. Like, damn, that dude got that ball out quick. Went to the right guy, but he got that ball out quick. Because I'm thinking of that one, it was the corner thing where we thought he should have pulled and thrown to the corner. So it's like, okay, but, man, he got that ball out quick. If he doesn't get that ball out as quick as it did, it's a pick six. Sure. As opposed to, I think the guy caught it, but he got tackled like right at the line, if I remember correctly. Or did it get breaking up? Broken up? I think it got broken up because we talked about it being two bad decisions. And yeah, yeah. But I was... felt like if he doesn't get that, if he doesn't throw that ball out there with the arm speed and the and the quickness right. of the release, that's a that's going the other way. Yeah. And that was kind of the point. But you saw you saw a more confident player today. You saw a guy that was letting it loose, wasn't exactly. afraid to 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 you know make a mistake. And that's okay because a lot we just said with Steve Angeli is if you make mistakes, that gives me something to teach off of. Right. If I'm just like, okay, you didn't throw the ball. Like, I'll tell you, that's something I love today. And I wonder if this is a coaching point. You remember last year when we'd be doing one-on-ones or seven-on-seven and the quarterbacks just wouldn't throw it? We only saw that once today, and that was that play where Rico Flores uh, yeah, got he went up against Cam Hart. destroyed by Cam Hart. <laughs> uh, and that was the only time because there was nobody to throw the ball to. So nobody like, to throw the ball to. He was on throwing butt. some picks, right? But it was like, hey, this is not this drill's not necessarily only for you. Exactly. Right? The DBs need a chance to make plays. We need to know that they can catch the ball and stuff too. And, and we saw a little bit more of that today, and I'm yeah. curious if that was intentional. Like, it's a one-on-one. Throw the ball. Right. Right. But you know what? There wasn't a lot of balls on the ground either. That's it. Yeah. That was when they were missed. They were and when they were yeah. on the ground, they were forced on the ground. Correct. And They're that's what we'll up. get to with the defense. We'll get to that right. with the defense. But I just like the confidence. Now, again, yeah. There's Sam Hartman, and then there's like Kenny Minchie and Steve Angeli down here, right? Of course. Again, yes. Sixth year senior, redshirt freshman, true freshman. So like exactly. Anyone telling you that there's a maybe a quarterback competition, stop listening to them. Don't read anything else they write. Don't watch their show. They have no clue what they're talking about. Okay. Right. Take that there's aside. A, there is but a quarterback as, competition, as but quarterback's it's not. Co- for bingo. One. <laughs> as the quarterback's coach, I'm encouraged by the confidence in which they went about their business today. Yeah. That's what I took away from Angeli. Now, a lot to clean up. Gino Gadulli's got a lot he's going to have to improve upon decision making wise and all that kind of stuff. But I like how. They were really aggressive. They they just yeah. snapped it out there. They were playing with confidence. They were not. And what I like too, Vince, is they both they all three threw a pick, at least a pick today. Actually, I don't know that Kenny threw a pick. He had more. He had I several balls batted down, but I don't know if he threw a pick. Yeah. But they all had balls that should have been picked. I know he had one ball that probably should have been picked. But they never. It didn't rattle them. They just came back right. the next play and were like, boom, go make that next play. And here's what I'll say because you brought up Gino Gadouli, and I I. I kind of leaned over and I said something to you. There was, there was a point where uh, they were doing some inside run recognition and, and the quarterbacks were over there. Some of the quarterbacks were over there and then they were doing like some seven on seven and quarterbacks were over here. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam Hartman 
was with the first team offense and they were doing run wreck. Second team was doing like the seven on seven right. kind of more pass wreck. Guess where Gino Gadouli was? He, he was, was on the second team. Yeah. And he was working with Steve. And he was, you know what I mean? Like, right. but the offensive coordinator needed to be with the first team. And that would, and right. that's that's where having somebody that has a separate title. And again, I am not one of the people that thought that you can't be the quarterback's coach and the offensive coordinator. That's that's not for the, na- the nature of this but particular group. This right. particular group and the way that they are going about it, obviously, the offensive coordinator is the tight ends coach. And the quarterback's coach was able to take an entire period with Steve and he was talking about his reads and they were going through and he was coaching them up and doing all these different things. And so I, I mean, obviously you can do that, but it was nice to actually see it with my own two eyes. It wasn't, there are coaches and I know you've seen them, Brian, there are coaches out there that just want to stick with the ones they want to hang with the starter because they kind of need to, if you're the coordinator, like that's the thing. Absolutely correct. You're the coordinator. Yes. No, no doubt about that. No doubt about right. that. But, but yeah, this was it was nice to see. Well, and then they also will be there with the they're always around the throwing part. I believe right. what you're referring to is when he went with the you said the twos, but that was down where they were doing inside run. Correct? I, th- I believe uh, that's I thought it was Hartman that was handing off. He was yeah. working mesh and stuff with the with run and then uh-huh. Steve was over here and I thought they were maybe they were doing some run wreck but he they were off yeah. I know I know they there were doing run away from Gino was not with them when they were doing pass stuff okay which I like because you can teach that off of film and right. you've got Jared Parker there and you've got here's the other, here's the other thing too is if I'm Gino and I'm like I got to be down here in this drill I got two guys in Jared Parker who's the OC but also let's not forget Chancey Stuckey was a division one quarterback for a year at Clemson. He's a quarterback? He he went to Clemson. I didn't realize that. I thought he was a, yeah. always a receiver. Nope. He moved to receiver. Huh. Yeah. Chancey Stuckey was a really good high school quarterback. Did not realize that. And, and so, you know, that's another guy that's just a set of eyes that can – and he knows the reads that you're trying to make. So, yeah, Ch- Chancey Stuckey, um, as a freshman in college, threw 21 passes. and two. T- he has two <laughs> touchdown passes in his career. I did not know yeah. that. How that's did I more not than know Steve that? Angeli and Kenny Minchie. Yeah, no doubt. So – uh, but but the the point being is like I, that was good to see, sure. It was, and I think it's needed because of the youth of the two guys behind the starter. You need a guy that sure. can focus on them, and that was right. good. But right, I did right, like right. the aggressiveness, Vince. I want to talk about the running backs, man. I've been dying to talk about the running backs. You want to talk about? I mean, we we knew this was a deep room. We knew oh it was my a deep gosh. room. But to see it with your own eyes, it was even better than I thought. Oh. It's great. Audric, this is going to sound bad. Audric Estime looks so slow compared to the rest of the running back room. And he looked watch him. every bit as good as – not. I didn't watch him a ton. Yeah. But just going through drills, he looked every bit as good as he did last fall from the from – the, because that's one thing I did get is all the drills. You guys would record all the drills that we were allowed to record, and I saw those. And, and Audric looked great. Looked great in right. that regard. Right. But from a speed standpoint, he's significantly slower than everybody else around Yeah, back. he is. I mean, just – like, and that's not an insult on Audric because we all, guys, we all know Audric's a dude. I just got Correct. done saying in a recent <laughs> breakdown, the last 10 games of the year, Audric was averaging 6.6 yards per carry. He's a dude. This is more about, this is how ridiculous this room is. Uh, I thought Jadarian Price, we've heard a lot about the burst being back. I don't know if it's going to be here all year because with an Achilles, you worry about the fatigue factor. 
And once that, once that it's not so much the tendon that fatigues, it's the muscles around it. If they fatigue, you can, you, you lose the burst. Mm -hmm. Right. And you've just got to, it just rest. So we'll find out if he can keep it all year, but Vince today, you look at drills, you look at, I mean, he, 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 the gear was back. The gear was back. He looked rusty though. I mean, you could tell he hadn't played football in a long time. Sure. They had a couple miss run, like a miss run fits. But then as he got, you know, he had that one run later where it just was like, boy, he got through that hole in a hurry. That one touchdown. When we say touchdown, they were working red zone. It was like going in. It's like 20 and in. Yeah. If so, it wasn't like a 80 yard run or anything like that. Uh, but he had that one touchdown run where it was kind of like, okay, he got through there really quickly. Mm-hmm. But it was good to see Jadarian Price back there with that burst back fence. He he has when he puts his foot in the ground, we saw it today, and and he can he can scoot, man. That it, it's as good. As, that was my first time actually seeing Jadarian in person. Oh, that's true. I wasn't there last spring. That's true. And he was out for fall camp, so I'd never actually seen Jadarian in person. And you see it, and you're like, okay, yep. Yeah. Yep, that guy's got some juice. There's no, no doubt. doubt about it. He was impressive to me today from an athleticism standpoint. Now it's about shake off the rust. Sure. Right? The timing of his – you could tell the timing was off with him hitting the holes. Because remember, he didn't have spring, and he didn't get really get cleared till the summer. So he, he's catching up on the sure. technical part of it that he missed all of last season. But I thought that was good to see, man. That The juice he had – and here's the crazy thing, folks. Jadarian Price is not the most explosive running back that Notre Dame has right now. No. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Say, I don't know if you want me to say who that was. We'll, but, we'll uh, get to him. Well, I think they all know who we're talking about. Okay. We'll, we'll get to well, him. We're gonna, um, Jabron Payne looked – he picked up where he left off in the no, spring. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. You say he looked he's much way better. better today than he all did right, in okay. the spring. All right. Because he looked so much more – he had so much more juice today. Yeah. Like he looked really like – he looked like the kid we saw as a sophomore, that really shifty, right. like elusive guy. And they, he was another guy, Vince – I'm kind of joking. I'm not really disagreeing with Vince. I'm just adding a little little sauce to it. He was another guy today, Vince, that the stuff they were doing when he was in the game was a little different than what they were doing with the other running backs. Did you notice that? Like pass game-wise and run game-wise, when Jadarian was – or when Jabron Payne was in there, they did some things that we didn't see them do with the other running backs. Can't get into to, to, to things why, but they just did some things that you're like, okay – they see this as a kid they've got to figure out a way to get the football to. Exactly. And his – they well, one, we'll, we'll say, because we've seen their name do this before, but they ran that little quick tunnel screen outside that they, oh. did, that they did to Chris Tyree last year. He made one guy miss behind the line and then just exploded vertically and then bounced back out for a score. You're like, okay. Yeah, that juice that we hoped would come back before all the injuries. Because he, he, he got – he looked good. He looked smooth in the spring. Right. Like this is my this is why I kind of joke with you about like, no, sure. he didn't pick up where he left off. He's better. He looks so smooth and decisive and clean in the spring. But today he did those things, but he had juice. He had a little bit more juice. He had a little bit more burst on that on that when he would accelerate. And I thought that was the thing that kind of stood out to me, Vince, with, with Jabron is. And I said this to buddy. I'll, I'll look, I'll say it. Y'all are going to think I'm nuts. Y'all going to think I'm stupid. But if. If 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 the sophomore version today is is what we see from Jabron Payne, he's got way more God given ability than the starting running back in 2019, 2020, or 2021 at Notre Dame. And that's Tony Jones and Kyron Williams. Like just there are teams that that Jabron Payne is would have started on at Notre Dame. Oh yeah, and right now he's battling just to be number two, or no, you know, hoping to be number two. And, number two, and that'll number be three. Tough. Yeah, exactly. He could be yeah. three. He could be four. I mean. That that kid's got some. When you look at if 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 we just stop talking about the talent at running back after Jadarian and Jabron, 
This guys, we already know it. I I have zero interest in watching Audric estimate without pads on. Zero. Right. Right. Because right? we already know who he is, right? I mean, exactly. I'm, I'm not wasting a lot of time. Like, oh, hey, he okay, looks like a main bucks. I saw that in, in stretch. Right. Okay. I, I got all the evaluation I need from Audric Estimate in stretch. Okay. Exactly. He looks great. He's moving around fine. He's not stiff. Okay. I'm not going to watch him that much anymore today. Right. But if we just got done to just stop talking about the running backs after those two, we'd we'd be uh we'd be excited. I thought Devin Ford looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't watch him a ton today, mostly drills. I thought he looked really good feet, really quick feet. Uh, looks like he's filled out a little bit from where he was at Penn State. Like he just looked yeah. a little thicker to me yeah, today than what thicker. we saw in film. But he moved well. I thought he'd mm-hmm. look good. And then Jeremy, Jeremiah Love is is needs a lot of technical work. But dude. but that's the most explosive running back I've ever seen in a Notre Dame uniform. And, and that's saying something because if it wasn't him, I might say Jaren Price is. And again, <laughs> I've I've seen Josh Adams up in practice up close and personal. I've seen Dexter Williams. I've seen Sierra Wood. I've seen those guys. These these two kids, Jadarian Price and, J- and Jeremiah Love, are the are the they are two incredibly explosive running backs. The one touchdown run that Jeremiah Love had, I don't know that I've ever seen a running back take a handoff and get through the line of scrimmage as fast as he did. Now it helped that he kind of felt confident on that one because there's a lot of other times you're like he didn't know what he was doing and he's kind of slow and he's unsure. But when he turns it loose, he plays with a gear that you just don't see. And, and he dropped the first ball, Vince, that he that they threw at him today in one on one. But his but, hands but after are that, so... talk about that because I know you noted that uh, several times. His hands are soft. His hands are good. Like they and they were making a point to throw him and Price the ball. Uh, they you know they had him out. They had them lining up in the slot. Like they had guys out uh, away from the line of scrimmage, and they were throwing them the ball. They were running plays that were designed to throw the ball to the running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, yeah, and you're, you're talking about like not just check downs and stuff. Exactly. Right? Like designed to throw to them running routes, not just running like a, you know, a little swing or a flat route or whatever. Like I was very impressed with the fact that they were really getting these guys out working in space. And I I will second the motion on that, uh, that price or Jabron Payne. No. Yeah. The Payne tunnel screen. Yes was a thing of beauty that was a thing of beauty and then on top of that they had alignment out front blocking for him like it just it happens so fast and the 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 movements and it takes a while look i've coached screens you've coached screens it sometimes it takes a little while to kind of get the timing down and and just the the footwork and just all of that stuff it was like a symphony it was a symphony where they had Lyman out front blocking for him and wide receivers blocking for him. He came back one, one step, catch the ball, go boom, step, put his foot in the ground and go. And man, that was awesome to see. Like I really yeah. enjoyed watching that play, particular right. play a lot. Now, now Vince, what we see from J- Jadarian in Jeremiah is they're going to need the most coaching. Sure. From a here's your read, here's your track, here's your necessary footwork. Because a couple times both of them got downhill too quickly, mm-hmm. and 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 so like when I my my only year coaching running backs, we were an inside zone team primarily, but we were an inside zone team from under center, and so footwork is incredibly important on that because if you so ours was open cross get downhill. If you just opened and got downhill, you got downhill too quickly, right? And so the the hole hadn't opened up yet when you get the football. If you open cross plant 
get downhill. Now you run the risk of the whole closing before you get downhill. The timing, the track, the proper footwork to get there, they were both rushing their initial footwork today. Like they were in such a hurry to get the ball and go. Right. That they were kind of, the holes were, they were getting there before the holes were getting there, getting open. Right. When you combine that with how fast they are, it's like, that's a bad combination. Right. So like athletically, it's great. But if you're dealing with color, you're like, thank you, Lord. Let me have those problems. Let me have Seriously. these kids who are too fast to get downhill. I got to coach that up. You know, coach McCullough will be fine with that. But the, the point is, is like those guys are going to, their work's in progress, right? Like you, you, you want them to look phenomenal on day one without pads on. And they did. Yeah. Now it's about, okay, now let's make you guys crisp football players. I'm not worried about either one of them. J- Jeremiah is still learning what Notre Dame wants, and Jadarian missed a whole year. I mean, Jadarian missed every single practice of every right. of, of the entire fall last year and the entire spring. Right, it's a he's lot. just shaking the rust off. It'll probably yeah. take him a week or you know to shake that rust off. But I was so happy to see the the, the burst back. Oh. And with Jeremiah, we had heard we in the intel piece. I I you know guys give you a little bit of a glimpse into this. People that are on the message board already know this, but I, I've never had this happen to me before. Because I, I I don't know that there's a single bit of intel I put out where I only hear from one person, and and I try to get as many people as I can to talk to. Just and you want to see if like the stuff is consistent, you know, from the different sure. people you talk to. And I've never had this happen before, where where two people that I talked to literally had the exact same reaction to when I asked when I just bring a kid's name up, and the reaction was this: I asked two different people around the program. I said, "What are your thoughts on Jeremiah Love?" And they both did the exact same thing about three days apart. They just started laughing and then just said freak. And then Marcus Freeman said like the same exact thing today. FYI, Marcus Freeman's not one of my sources. Okay. I mean, the head coach uh, is not your source. No. So you better step it up a yeah, little I know, bit. I know. Jeez. I know. Yeah. Cause you know, Brian Kelly was always giving me the intel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I right. know you guys are like the, buddies. You the, the, and I, the, <laughs> the point being right is, is okay. That's great. You're a freak athlete. Okay. I mean, James Jett was a, a Olympic gold medalist, and he was not a very good football player, right? So it was good to see Jadarian, Jeremiah out there and and looking great. Now it's about okay. Now let's get the the finer points of the position. But right, and you just can't teach the speed that those kids brought to the table. And when you look at how well Jabron played today, I, th- I thought Devin Ford played good football today, and what we saw. They just got to clean up their technique. The two younger guys that haven't played a lot of running back need to clean up their technique. But it, this is the most just physically gifted running back one to five I've ever seen. I, I mean, Notre Dame has rarely had five man running back rooms, right? Of scholarship players, and this is I mean, wh- whoever the number five is is a guy that in past years is a one or a two. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. I'm, I know I'm you're not. not joking. They're either a one or a two. I'm not. Jo- I think the only year they wouldn't have been a well, even last year. I mean, Jadarian Price was slated to maybe be the one last year according to people we talked to but i mean jabron Payne in past years is a starter i mean there are teams in in brian kelly's tenure that jabron Payne, from what we saw from him in the spring and today is a starter at the very least he's one b right right and a lot of touches yeah right and and he's battling just to be number two right so that that was encouraging this is we had hoped it would be good We'd, we'd hyped it up quite a bit and we got to see what they do with the pads on because at the end of the day, we know a lot of running backs look phenomenal when they can't be tackled. Right. But we've seen enough film of all these kids that we're not – I'm not worried about that, right? I, I will say this. this is a tremendous, tremendous – Yeah, shoot. no. I will say this about the running back room. Look, 
Audric is the number one. He he's he's RB one, right? And there's a question in the chat about you know could he drop to three with all what you guys are talking about and all these different things. Look, he's he's RB one, right? Who Audric Estime? Yeah. Oh, 100% guys. Right. Like, like, I, I just, I, but, but, right. but what I am going to say is I hope that he has the kind of season that we think he's going to have and that he gets a chance to go off to the NFL and all that. Cause you give this stable of running backs behind him another year and they're going to be battling for some of those reps, man. Right. I'm, I'm just, well, Vince, here's why it's important to focus on the other backs. Audric is the dude. We sure. know who he is. Absolutely. Cause here's something that as all these fast backs can't do, they can't, do what Audric does either. Like he can't run fast like they do, right? But they can't do some things. They can't fit. He can't. They can't face plant a guy into the turf in Syracuse like Audric did last year. Exactly. Right? He's got great feet. We've never said he's a burner. But if if these guys continue, this is a day one, no pads, right? But if these guys can continue to grow and develop, and Jabron keeps building on what we saw from him and what he did with pads on, if Jadaren can clean up the footwork and stay healthy, if Jeremiah can learn, Devin Ford. What it means is they don't need Audric to be that 20 touch guy right week after week after week, which to Vince, you brought up when we did the running back preview. You need Audric healthy for September 23rd, September, what was it? September 9th, September 23rd. What what's the October? What what's the weekend they play USC? Is it like the 16th or something like that? I'm pulling they it up right USC. now. Let's see, and then, USC and is then the twenty 4th. or the fourteenth of October. Fourteenth, yeah. And then you've you've got you need them healthy for November fourth right. when you play Clemson, and then the, of course right. the postseason. Like you right. don't need him. You shouldn't need him to beat Tennessee State, Central Michigan, but you might if you're if you don't have a lot of faith in your other running backs. Agreed. And that's the whole point is Audric will get his. I don't need Audric to run for seventeen hundred yards this year. No, nope. we talked about this. I need him to be what was what was the number I said sixteen total. Yeah, 1600 like total with rushing and receiving because he's going to have some big games. But if I can get him nine catch touches for or nine carries for 120 yards in the first quarter and a half against Tennessee State, right? Hey, you're good, right? Exactly. Call today because yep. I'm going to need you to really ball out next week because I may need you for 25 next week against Raleigh. Yeah, and that's what the other running backs can't do right now is they can't be that bell cow for 25 to beat NC State or Ohio State. Right. And so Aldrich is still number one. Don't still get it twisted. Right. Which is why we paid no attention to him. If we Correct. thought there was a potential for him to get beat out, we'd be like, hmm, let's compare these guys to Aldrich Estime. It's just like, 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 do I really need to watch Joe Walt today? Right. I, here's when I watched well, we Joe Walt. We did, Walt. though. I watched him in, I, watched I a couple mean, of one on ones. <laughs> I was watching the other guy and I was like, oh, that guy had no chance. <laughs> Actually, that's not what you said. But so, you know, I saw him in stretch. Okay. He looks like he's in, had a good summer. Okay. Move on. I don't yep. need to watch him anymore, right? Like that. That's how it was in, J- in 2015 with Jalen Smith. Okay, Jalen didn't eat. He didn't eat pizzas every day. Okay, he looks great. All right, cool. I can move on. I don't need to watch him anymore. I don't need to watch Will Fuller anymore at, in 2015 in practice. I'm going right. to watch the other guys. Right. And that's who Joe Walt is. That's who Audric is. So I, uh, you know, but those other guys look great. So you know, two through five right now is as deep as Notre Dame's ever been. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, athletically anyway. If all the information I had was from today, I don't know that I would be all that upset. If you like, I could make an argument for any one of those four guys to be the second guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd, I'd be like, okay, yeah, all right. If, like, if yeah. you told me, like, I, I went and had a concussion and I was knocked out for the next four weeks, and you're going into Navy and you're like, hey, uh, whatever is the number two running back 
oh, okay, cool. Let's go. Let's hit, let's get to the game. Like yep. I, I would believe it and I would be fine with it. I really would. There's that yep. much talent in this room, man. And right. we 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 cognitively knew it, but then we got to see it today, and it's like, okay, yeah, we were definitely right about that. Yeah. <laughs> now the thing too is is again you don't want to have to play without some without Audric because he's still your guy. He's still your bell cow. But the point is, is this is a really deep group. Yeah. Wide receiver had an interesting day today, Vince. They did. They did. Like, I agree. I, 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 they were about what I thought they would be day one. There's talent there. Mm. There's some inconsistency there. They're going up against a really good secondary. Correct. And three guys, four guys in particular looked really good today in the secondary, which we'll get to. But you know what I liked, Vince? There was a there was an obvious, there's an obvious emphasis on better press moves to the point where sometimes they were doing when they didn't need to. There's one time, I think it was Rico Flores did this move and Coach Stucky gets on him and he's like, that dude's four yards off of you and just sitting there. Like you're doing all this stuff, and he's just sitting there waiting. Right. You attack, you know, eat up the cushion first before you do that. And, right. and you know, just because now you're overthinking it a little bit. Yeah, it's like, when, about? it's like when, uh, like in Indiana Jones and the guy's doing all these whip moves and everything, and Indiana yeah. Jones just pulls out his gun. He's like, oh, yeah, he had the, like, he had a sword, right? He was like, doing that what it was? Yeah, okay. and, and he's like, screw this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a great scene. Correct. That's what it was like. It was yeah. like, okay, you don't need to do all of that. Like, it's right. not necessary. Yeah, and, and that's it, it, exactly. But there was an <laughs> there was a concerted effort to say hey, we got to be better off the ball. Like, there was that one route where Jaden Jaden Greathouse just destroyed Ramon Henderson off the snap with a great press for him. He just stuttered, bam, beat him inside. Mm-hmm. He stuttered, leaned him in, then snapped it hard out. Got Ramon to bite, beat him inside. Ramon, who's so fast, who's much faster than Jaden. Finally catches up to him, but by the time he catches up to him, then Jaden hit him with a top end and beats him inside for a touchdown. And you're like, okay, yeah, there you go, freshman, good job, right? And they're still work- some of the veterans are actually a little need more work with that stuff than Jaden does, which again is what we talked about is that kid's just really sure. advanced. But there was a concerted effort on that. But the thing I liked Vince is they battled, right? When they lost, they battled. Yeah. There's a lot of this back and forth, like them and Jaden Mickey, like you know they didn't take any. Oh, like, we won't say what was said, but like Jaden was running his mouth, and one of the receivers said something. You're like, "Dang!" Like <laughs> it was savage. Ouch! Our, y'all are teammates, right? Like, but they battled, right? They did yeah. not have a great day. We said this. We the defense is going to be ahead of the offense early. Yeah. We said that, right? We yeah. warned people for that. I love the compete level, though. Even Deion Colsey, who had a couple drops today, and you're like, "Come on, man!" Like you got to make that grab. I thought he competed today. I sure. thought he battled today. He's got to clean up his release, and he's always going to be a guy that's going to have a little bit of a harder time with some of that release stuff because he's a bigger guy. He's a longer-limbed guy. He's not going to be able to have releases like six foot one Jaden Greathouse had or five nine Chris Tyree had. But he battled today. I thought Jay, I thought Jaden Thomas had a bit of a rough day today, but he was going against I think like Benjamin Morrison almost every time he took a rep, and that's just that's that's rough. <laughs> yeah, you know what I liked? I think there was one rep where we saw Tobias against someone not named Cam Harder, Benjamin Morrison. I think those things are going to help them a ton. I the, love the receivers that though, yeah. especially. They're going to they're going to help them a ton. There was one particular play where I thought Tobias had a great release against Benjamin Morrison and got a step on him. And Sam threw the ball perfectly. I mean, oh, just high right here, right here. And he's coming down with it and Benjamin punches it out. Yeah. And that's an all-American play right there. But what did I say to you? I said that's a great 
coaching point for Chancey Stuckey. Yep. Because Tobias, you made a great release. You, I mean, he plucked that ball out of the air. So he made again. What do we say? We want guys that make hard plays look easy. Yeah. Tobias does that, and he did that. But it was like you're six four. He's six foot. You caught that ball high. Leave it up there. Or, and if he punches at it, bring it back. You're on the back line. And said he brought it down right into Benjamin's hands. Yeah. Co- coaching, teaching point. Right. right. Coaching point. Hey, here's what we do. Here's what you do on that. That's a drill that I used to work on my receivers is when you high point a ball, if that guy's shooting his hand up, you either leave it up or you bring it back. Don't bring it back down into his hands. Yeah. Right. And so, teaching point, coaching point. But you got to love what he did to get in position to where we all thought he had a touchdown until Benjamin kind of punched it out. Right. Uh, no, they did not struggle today. <laughs> Anyone that told you they struggle today, with all due respect, doesn't know what a day one is supposed to look like. Correct. That's why I wanted when to bring that up. When you have the DBs and Nerdy has. This is what we we tried to warn you all about this before because we've we've actually coached. If your receivers are dominating your DBs on day one, long year. Or you have great <laughs> veteran receivers. Like, yeah. like, like the, the one time we can remember that was 2018, right, with Claypool and Boykin. Well, why? They were a foot taller than the corners, but they were veterans. They were a senior yeah. and a junior who played a lot of football. These are freshmen, sophomores, and a couple juniors who haven't played a ton of football. Your DB should be better today. But they made some good plays, too. I mean, you know, Tobias got that play where he got broken up by Benjamin – there's another play he sm- he beat Cam for a touchdown. Great release, smoked Cam for a touchdown, mm-hmm. right? And there was another and, time where he was open for a touchdown and he just got overthrown. I mean, that's yes. that's not on the receiver. Right. It, I mean, he had a step. That was and, on, that was Hartman, right? I thought uh, overthrew him yeah, on that it was. Step. It was Sam Hartman. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So no, he they, they didn't struggle today. They battled. That's the key. I mean, they battled. You you if your DBs aren't especially the makeup of this team aren't doing that. And here's the other thing. I thought Chris Tyree had a, a great day. Oh, he had a great well. he had day. A really, he, it, here's what I mean by that. Still still working on the route running stuff, but he looked a little sharper today. Mm-hmm. But he was catching the ball really he clean. Is. He fought the ball yeah. a little bit in the spring. Like, you know, sure. sometimes you can tell he was converting. Like, that's yeah, that's what it looked like. He Marcus was Freeman learning. said today that Chancey Stuckey has actually tracked how many passes he's caught this like offseason. It's like 18,000 or something like that. Really? And he wasn't joking. He wasn't like, man, he caught like 18,000 balls. He was like, no, I think it was like, I have to ask Coach Stuckey for the specific number, but I think it was like 18,000. Like, he was being serious. And I was like, okay, this is a kid that's taking his crap seriously. The, work, man. The, 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 the drop that we talked about, the great ball that Hartman threw, that was not an easy catch because he dropped it. One of the hardest catches to make as a receiver. Yep. And Vince, you could, we both played receiver at some point in time in our careers. You – you in high school, I did it for like two games in high school and then my freshman year of college. The hardest ball to catch for me, and I this was also true in baseball, is that one that comes directly over your head. Yep. So it doesn't come here, but it, it comes here, and that's what that ball from Hartman threw to him. Mm-hmm. And he needed to throw it there because the angle, that's the only place you could throw it. But Tyree tracked it, and then boom, just easy. And then the other one was on that he caught a corner route for a touchdown. Uh, that Hartman threw kind of it, it. It needed to be low, but he threw it a little too low. He went down and got it, and he went down and got it and rolled underneath it. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this kid's figuring it out. He looked. Yeah. Tell you what, today, Vince, in the spring, Chris Tyree looked like a running back trying to re- convert to receiver. Agreed. Today, he looked like a slot receiver. Yeah, Is and that fair. He and again, it's day one, so take the personnel choices for what they are. 
but he got the first team slot reps and they pushed Thomas Jake, out. Jake was in the boundary. Yeah, yeah, they pushed him out to the boundary. And so, you know, is that something that's going to continue? We'll see. But yeah, they're, they're going to move Jaden all around. But sure, they, need, but he's they the, want to get Chris Tyree reps. reps. Absolutely. Know, but he, seriously, they know Jaden Thomas can play the slot. He That's where he got absolutely. almost all his production last year. Absolutely. Chris needs that work. And you need but to see if Jaden can play outside. That's still right. a bit of a question mark. Can Jaden right. be a full-time outside guy? But that was – I mean, they were giving him the reps, and he he made it pay off. And like, you, like we said earlier in the show, there were plays that were designed to go to Chris Tyree. I mean, I – I, I'm convinced of it. Without looking at the playbook, I mean, I'm convinced that plays were designed to go to it Chris just Tyree. It seemed like and, they were, yeah. It but he paid like it off, though. You know what I mean? Like, he he paid it off. And that's yeah. not always the case either. So, he had a good day. I mean, he had a really good day one. Let's see if he can build on it tomorrow, obviously. But right. he had a really good day one, in my opinion. And we talked, when we when we were doing the, the wide receiver breakdown uh, a couple weeks ago, and we, we talked about Chris Tyree, and I I truly believe this. If he can reach his ceiling as a slot receiver, and we saw pieces of it today. We saw pieces of it today. Mm-hmm. If he can reach his ceiling, he is the X factor in this offense, man, because he is a matchup nightmare. You're telling me that there's a safety or an outside linebacker or a nickel that's going to be able to keep up with Chris Tyree? Um, no, not many. Not many. No, not that you know I, what I mean. Like, yeah. That's, if he knows what he's doing, that's absolutely that's nope, yeah. absolutely, uh, I agree. And so, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he operates here over the next four weeks. You know what I mean? At least what we're allowed to see, and then how he operates once we get to games. And um, if this is step one, and he continues to just get a little bit better and a little bit better, and there's always going to be a dip, and you know that's how fall camp works. But if he can, if he can build off of today, he could become that X factor, Brian. He he could. Yes, and there's no question. There's no yeah. question. Braylon James is very much a work in progress to Vince as a receiver, but he can move. Even today, yeah. what they were doing short field stuff, like he beat Jade Mickey. I mean, that fade route he beat, he had that quick jab, beat him outside. Jade made a great play on it. Braylon just outplayed him for the ball. I mean, great focus. I thought the ball went right through Br- Jade's oh, hands, actually. Right here. Braylon was locked in on it, hauled yeah. it in, made the catch, played with some energy. I thought he had a good day. Uh, he just is going to need a lot of work. I didn't see a. T- I thought Rico was was telegraphing routes. Like Rico was like, you know what Rico was today for me, Vince. I didn't see him a ton, but when I did, probably about six or seven routes, he was telegraphing stuff today. Like he was trying to get a little too. Fancy. I felt like, like he was yeah. in like a seven on seven tournament. Yeah, right today, like he was trying to get like let's get real cute and do all this. And it's like, Hey man, that works at a seven on seven tournament, but I got a pass rush coming up from my quarterback right now. Like you right. can't do all I'm that. And that's something I thought Coach Stucky was kind of getting on him a little bit about today. Like, Hey man, get in, get, eat up this cushion, then do something. Yeah. But Jake, great house was really good. I thought Tyree had a really good day. I thought Tobias had a pretty good day considering. Uh, yeah. Dion a couple more plays be- I'd like to see him make, but you know, yeah. Well, and then the one is just like, look, do a better job of finishing at the catch point. Right. Right. Lesson learned. I- Look, because super athletic gonna, play by both guys, like super. Like, right. Here's the deal, Vince. With Tobias, the thing that's going to be good, and this is something that'll be good for Dion if the light goes on for Dion. With Tobias, he's so talented that if he was playing against lesser corners, he'd be getting away with stuff that you may not be able to yeah. get away with against Ohio State, good USC, call. Georgia, Alabama. 
Good call. Because he's just like, dude, he's like going to – I mean, there's this guy can't guard him. It's the man among us. I thought it was good that today he was either matched up against Clarence Lewis once, maybe twice, who's pretty strong. But he was matched up against Cam Hart and Benjamin Morrison all day. And and if I'm if I'm the receivers coach, I would tell Tobias, I don't ever want to see you take a rep against anyone not named one of these two guys. Yeah, like ever, absolutely. And 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 I would make sure that <clears throat> it happened. And, and I would say too, I would say the same thing to if I'm Mickens against if I'm Benjamin or Cam, I'm like I want you guys going up against Jaden, Dion, and Tobias, right? I mean that that kind of thing. So. I just, I really felt Vince that the receivers had a good first day. If you understand what you're looking for from receivers in the first day, would I, if I'm that coach, am I in the film room tonight praising them for having a good day? No, I'm not. I'm getting on no them. I'm getting no on them. But as an analyst saying, look, there's things that they got to clean up. I thought they competed. Now they got to get sharper. Yep. Now they got to enhance stuff. Now they got to win some of those one on one battles, but they won some of them. I mean, we talked about some of the great the, the great plays that were made uh, from that group, but I, I thought they had a good first day. Not great by any stretch, but a good first day. Sure, you can Tight see ends, the depth, all that yeah. stuff. I mean, you can. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's good. Tight end room is. I mean, you could tell. I don't think Mitchell Evans is. He looked a little like he was maybe limited today. Like he didn't take a ton of reps today. At least I didn't see him take a ton of reps today. So I don't know if he was still limited for some reason. We didn't see Eli Rare didn't take any team reps. We saw him going through drills, and he's really fast. Yeah. But he didn't take any one-on-one, seven-on-seven, or team reps today. Cooper Flanagan had a, a couple catches. He's a big yeah. boy. He is a big boy. But the star of the show at tight end for me today, and we and the tight ends weren't thrown to a ton today. And, and when it were, it was mostly like little option routes and a lot of seven. On, they got that. they got stuff on seven on sevens or it, the it, Y it, options. Yeah, yeah, the short stuff, except for one guy, and that was Holden Stace. Man. He looks more like a receiver than he does a tight end. The way he not not physically. I mean, yeah. physically he's a big kid, but just the way he runs, Vince. I mean, he he runs routes like a receiver. I mean, he is mm-hmm. a sharp route runner. Had a really nice back line catch touchdown grab. Was that seven on seven or team? It was seven on seven, wasn't it? I think it was sevens. Yeah, I think it was. Just did a nice job finding that soft spot. Made a really good grab. Holden Stace to me of the tight ends had the best. He had the best day of work, in my opinion, without question. He was surprising in that he was getting a lot of first team reps, uh, and but you could tell that he earned them. Um, yeah. And again, I don't know if Mitchell was was limited or We're whatever. We're not saying but he was. I, I don't. I'm we don't just know. Saying like, I just we didn't see him as much. Sure, and a couple times it looked like he and was it, just. It, you know, it could be because laboring stays is he just could be is really good. I don't you know I don't know. I'm speculating, but the reps that Holden stays was able to get on the field for he he impressed. I mean, yeah. he impressed, and they moved him out. He was playing in the slot at times. He was playing attached. He was playing kind of that H back role. Like they moved him around too. And uh, I, I, man, if he can stay healthy, uh, he's going to be, whether he's one, whether he's two, whatever, man, having 13 on the field is going to give Notre Dame an advantage offensively, mm-hmm. no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he impressed me today. Yeah. We didn't see a ton from the tight ends other than him, just opportunity wise. And we're not going to know anything healthy. about tight ends blocking that, either. Like, yeah, that's, none. No, we're, no. We're not going to get that. I, I did like Kevin Bauman looked healthy. That was good. Mm-hmm. He just he's just not as athletic right now as the other tight ends, but he was healthy. Sure. That was good. He made a couple contested grabs on option routes. So it was good to see him out there healthy as well. 
offensive line wise, Vince, the reality is we're not gonna have a lot to talk about the offensive linemen. We're, we're just right. not because there's no pads on. But we did have some observations today. Uh, just a heads up on on what the alignments look like. First team offense left to right was Joe Alt, Billy Shrouth, Zeke Carell, Andrew Gustafic, and Blake Fisher. Mm-hmm. Second team was Tosh Baker. Left guard, who it was? It was it uh, it was it Coogan, Pat Coogan at left guard. No, you had and then the, you uh... had Ashton Craig at center. You had Rocco Spindler at right guard and Emil Wagner at right tackle. And I'm thinking, I feel like I'm drawing a blank at left guard. I thought I thought it was Coogan at left guard. And then third team, it was Jagasaw was at left tackle. I actually have it in my report. Let me, yeah, let me I was just I was trying to look up here. Yeah, here we go. I have offensive I have division. my offensive report here. I believe I had it in that. You did. Okay, here okay. we go. So the so the second group was Baker, Coogan, Craig, Spindler, okay. Wagner. That's right. Okay, left so left right. guard to the third group was Ty Chan. I actually had Joe Odding written in that report and because I saw him take one, but it actually Quinn Murphy was getting most of the third team okay. reps at center. But you had Charles Jagasaw at left tackle, Ty Chan at left guard, Joe Odding at center, Sam Pendleton at right guard, and Selvin Absher at right tackle. Couple observations, Vince. Obviously, I thought Billy Shrouth had a really good day today. From what we could yeah. see, he he moved. He was moving really well. And I talked to a source this summer that said, you know, when Billy knows what he's doing, he's really good. Mm-hmm. It's just he's a young guy that hasn't played really hardly any football. He practiced last year, but didn't play any games. It's just about getting him to be where he can be more consistently, knowing what he's doing. Today, he looked like he knew what he was doing. Playing with really yeah. good pad level came off well, get to the second level with ease. He had a great backside second-level block where he blocked the linebacker. He beat a linebacker to the spot like across the field. Really nice job by him today. I thought he looked good. Uh, Rocco Spindler looks like a different kid. He's listed as 11 pounds lighter on the roster, and he looks lighter. He just – his body – he had the biggest body transformation of any offensive lineman this offseason. No doubt. Even he even does, from just from spring, Vince. Even he just doesn't look spring, like he looked. Before. He looks like the kid we thought he was going to be coming to high Correct. school. Now we don't know if he's going to play like it, but he he he's clearly put the work in. And the thing we noticed because there was two plays in a row we watched him, and we both kind of looked at each other like, "Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen that from Rocco before." One on ones was was one of them, right? He had that great good base. He was like, yeah. was it, who was it against? It was against, um, was it against Onye? I'm trying to remember who it was against. Like it was somebody. It was like either Onye or Riley Mills. I think it was Onye because Billy Shrouk okay. had the one where he just really stoned Riley Mills on that yes. on that one. Yeah, but because uh, Riley I Mills, you saying, I remember would, you saying Zeke had a really good rep against Onye. I remember yeah. that Riley Mills in the spring would just power rush Billy Shrouk and just whoop him. So he, he tried to go back to that today, and Billy no. ne- wasn't having it, which is no. a great a great thing to see. Right. But he had a really nice pass set where he just good base, slid his feet, beat the guy to the spot. He had a play where he pulled outside. I was like, okay. And then the other one was they were running a – I think it was a zone play where he was comboing inside, so it was coming back to him and worked to the second level, kept his base, didn't look sloppy. He's not going to – no one's going to mistake him for – you know, a guy that's like super athletic, but he looked really clean athletically today. His feet have yeah. moved better than I've, because that's been our biggest knock. Is, man, this guy's got really heavy feet, man. It's like really heavy feet. Right. He looked like the kid we hoped he would be coming out of high school. He looked really good today. Moved really well today. I thought Andrew Christophic also had a good practice from what we saw, but Rock, we know who Andrew is, right? But with Rocco, it's good to see that. He was, that was the, 
That was probably my biggest takeaway was how good his feet. Billy Shrouth and Rocco Spindler moved today. It was probably my yeah. biggest O-line takeaway, Vince. No doubt. No doubt about it. And I it was like Billy looked a little veteranish. Uh, I want to say. Like he didn't like in, in the spring, there were times when he would dominate, and then there were times that he just looked a little bit lost. He kind of lost some of that lostness. Um, he looked prepared to dominate on every rep. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what I got out of Billy. And that was really good to see because we're not talking about that much time that has passed since then to now. You know what I mean? And so that was really great to see. I will say that Andrew Kristoffic has gotten bigger. Uh, I don't know if yeah. it shows up on the roster, but he just looks yeah. bigger. Looks a little thicker. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah exactly. Uh, now let's see how he plays with that weight. Um and then, like you said, I'm not going to rehash everything that you said about Rocco, but his feet, we've never seen his feet like that in a Notre Dame uniform, Yeah. period. And the one-on-one, I, I, it's burned in my memory. The Whoever he was going up against tried an inside move, got stoned, and then tried an outside move. Tried to spin out, right? Tried to spin out of it to the outside, and Rocco just went with him and continued to stone yeah. him. Like, it was... It was a really, really nice play. Yeah. It was a really, and you and I both looked at each other like, "Wait a second, is that was that 50? Was, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah I, was, was. I was like, I was like, "Oh, please tell me that was Rocco. Please tell me that was Rocco. Please yeah. tell me that was Rocco." Yeah, uh, he looked good today. He looked good today. Uh, Blake Fisher moved really well today. I'm just, I want to see him with the pads on because uh, great, yeah. he looked athletic. I'm just worried he didn't put any weight on. He's he's for him, he's slimmed down. Yeah, I hope that he hasn't lost power. That's my only concern. But I mean, he had a couple of perimeter blocks where it's like, okay, yeah, Blake's Blake's. Oh, he's moving. He can. I move. just need to see who has his power. That's sure. that's the thing I need to see. But yeah, he sure. he was moving pretty well today. Young guys wise, I thought Sam Pendleton moves his feet. He's got really good footwork. Like he he's a he's a little bit more athletic than I thought he was going to be. And and the other one too is Ashton Craig was like two sixty when he committed Notre Dame. He's now like 306, 307 on the roster. It's a lot of weight for a redshirt freshman. And I'm like, man, I hope he didn't put on too much weight. He moves really well at center. Like that kid's got an incredibly yeah. bright future at center, Vince. And, and yeah, he, he was his athletically, he looked really good today. They were Joe Rudolph was really working with him today. Yeah. Uh and, and you could tell that it was a point of emphasis for you know, to, to work with it. I, I don't know. It just, it just felt like he was giving him a lot today uh, in a good way. I'm not saying that like he was bashing them or anything like that. Like it just felt like, you know what, this is a guy we're going to put some time into. And he was really working with him at center. Uh, and, and it was paying off. Like I, I was impressed with the way he was, you know, they kept banging on him for some fundamental things, you know, he would snap and then not step and, you know, right. or, or whatever, but like oh, that part's still a work in progress and it will yeah. be, I mean, it's going to be, and he's not starting. And so you can, it can be a work in progress. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but they were really working with Ashton Craig and uh, I, you know, based on his size, man, I think it really pay off. I mean, yeah, he looked could really good. pay off. And I didn't watch a ton of Charles Jaggis all day. He moved well. But I'll say this, Vince, that is one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen oh. in my entire life. And Dude. it's not like he's not fat. He's not no. like, wow, that kid's got to lose. Like, remember when he first saw Lewis Nix? You're like, that young man's going to need to lose a lot of weight. Like, <laughs> right. He was close to 400 pounds. Charles is not that. He's just massive. 
He's just he he's just the closest a big thing. Base. I, it, I mean, yeah, just, he, he, he's yeah. a, like a taller version of Quentin Nelson. Like remember right. how Quentin was just big. Like Quentin, I remember one year they had him like 330, 340, and you're like, is he is he got is he too big? I'm like, no, he's he's not. He's not too big. Like he's just broad shoulders, right? Big thighs, big calves, big wrists, big forearms, big head, big hands, big feet. He's just big. Yeah. You know, like somebody else his size, like his height that weighed what Quentin Nelson would have weighed, 330, 340 in her name, would have looked fat. Yes. Quentin is just huge. Charles Jagasaw is a lot like that. He's not fat. He's just massive. Oh my gosh! Just big shoulders, big behind, like you know, right. in, in he, a football stand with big thighs, like just right, broad shoulders, big hands, big feet. He moves clean. I mean, I never really saw right. him like turn it loose today, but you know, going through drills. I mean, he came. He comes off really well. There was, I think, I think there's a rep of him. Is there a rep of him in the breakdown that you and I saw today? Trying to find it. I I'll tell you what, you want to talk about him being big. I mean, I, I would love to know the number of families that had to donate fabric for them to make his shorts. I know, like, right? He's just a big dude. I mean, there was yeah. just, just there's just a lot of him around. Uh you know, that was I mean, that, that was not him. That was uh, was somebody else. And I mean that in the nicest way possible because yeah. he is built like a house. Yeah. He he is he's a impressive looking young man. There's a lot of guys like this is a really impressive looking group, Vince. It really is. It really is. Is Michael? I, I, we need to ask about Michael Carmody because I didn't see him taking any first or second team or third team reps today. But he was going through on. drills, so I, I don't know what's going on yeah. with him. So I we'll have to ask about that. The only other guy that I really paid any that I really had a chance to, to notice today, I thought Tosh Baker had a really good day today. Okay, he he's moving people a lot better. Like I was even I, one of the, I saw it in the stuff that we saw, but even in the the video you sent me. Mm-hmm. They worked a combo block, and Tosh came off with some a little bit more punch than we usually see from Tosh. Yeah, that was good to see. That was good to see because we've heard that, right? We've heard that this off season. We've heard that Tosh is, you know, Tosh is playing really well, and like, okay, that's great. I need to see it now. You know, I just need to see it, and sure. we did. I mean, yeah. as far as just movement wise, we'll, we'll see what he does when the pads come on. But I, I don't. That's not really. He, he, I thought he moved well today. I thought he played with some some punch that he hasn't really done in the past. So I was pleased with what I saw from him. Well, in certain things, you don't need to see pads. You can still see punch. You can still see footwork. I mean, there, right. there's certain things you can definitely see. Uh, but, yeah, pads for an offensive lineman are pretty important, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. So, Vince, we um, I think we kind of wrapped up the offense. the offense. Anything else you want to kind of get into? Feel good? <sighs> I still I, everything we talked about going into fall camp about the offense and you know how we felt about the offense and we feel good about the offense and all of those different things. One day of practice didn't sway my thoughts. I will say that yeah. I I you know didn't sway my thoughts in a negative way. I still feel very good about our predictions and about what we feel like this offense can be. And uh, I'm kind of excited to get back at it tomorrow to see. Okay, you know, let's take a step. You know, let's see what the next step is uh, in the progression of this team offensively. I, I'm I'm very excited yeah. about this offense. Very. Lot to work on, lot to For work sure. on, but a yeah. lot of talent. 